Well, good morning. Morning. Uh, I'm so delighted to be here, and I'm so uh, joyful to be around God's people. And uh, just uh, it's just an honor for me to be here and meet uh, godly people like you who praise, who sings, and uh, who seem uh, to love the Lord. And I believe that it's not that it's not just the looks, but it's a reality uh, because I can see people's lives that have changed and uh, my life also that have been changed by the word of God. And today I have a reason to be a follower of Jesus Christ because of uh, his word. And today I just want to tell you a little bit about me and then also uh, if. Pastor, uh, let me. I, I would like to sing one song before I preach, and uh, I always uh, this song always uh, 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 just uh, is in my heart. But uh, let me tell you a little bit about me. Well, my name is Lobabalo, and uh, I was born and raised uh, in South Africa, but in Port Elizabeth, where they they came. Uh, with a group, and uh, I, I was taken away from my parents at the age of five years. So actually what happened is that my mom was living a life of uh, alcoholism. She was so trapped uh, in, in alcohol, and she, she was smoking also. Before, even before I was born, my mom would, uh, would, would drink, and who, she would... Uh, uh, he, her, and my father, she, they would drink and they would uh, they would uh, smoke, and then she didn't realize that she was pregnant until six months, and then uh, she kept on drinking, she kept on smoking while she was pregnant, and uh, until she gave birth to me, and then when the doctors. Uh, uh, on the day of uh, giving uh, birth, and then when the doctor doctors came with a baby who happened to be me, and uh, when the doctor gave her, and uh, uh, they said, it is so amazing that your son is so healthy, but when we looked at your lungs, and we looked at uh, 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 how you conducted your life, it is really, really not good. And then my mom was just in tears, and then she said, I will give this uh, son a name, and that's why my name is Lubabalo. It means an undeserved favor. So my mom said, I don't deserve this favor that the Lord has given me because my life is broken. So uh, they called me Lubabalo. Uh, it actually means uh, undeserved favor. And also, uh, after I was born, as I told you, that uh, at the f- uh, age of five years, my mom because of she wanted to carry on with uh, her life and she wanted to, to enjoy her life and uh, there was a, a bottle, uh, bottle store owner who came to my mom and said I need a boy who would just come and, 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 and help, uh, help me uh, uh, take care of my, of my animals and then he, he, say, he said to my mom uh, he doesn't have a boy so what my mom said uh, she, uh, what the owner said she said, he said, I'm going to give you the money if you give me the boy. And then my mom needed the money. And also she didn't take good care of me because I would follow her everywhere she went. And I was hungry. She would ask for food in those bottle stores and they would give me. So the bottle owner, uh, after, she, uh, after they gave me food, she said to my, he said to my mom, uh, let, me, uh, let me give you money and then I will take your son and uh, I, 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 will, uh, I will take him to help me there in the, in the rural area. Then at that age, he took me. I was so excited because I never got on, on a bus. I was so excited the fact that I was going to uh, go on the bus. So I went to this uh, rural area. It's a farm area. And then that's where my, my life started uh, uh, really, really, really bad. And then at the age of six years, I was introduced into being a shepherd boy. And then uh, it was a rough life uh, living with, uh, with people that you've never seen in your life. And they abused me. They... They helped, uh, they helped me go to school, but they didn't take care of me. They, they treated me as if I was not a human being. 
and they would torture me, they beat me, uh, more especially the man of the house. He would beat me almost every day. And I remember I was going to school and I was all of my clothes for the school, the gray uh, pants that I had, it was torn up. The takeies, uh, it was torn up. If you, were, uh, following, if you were following me, you would see my, uh, my foot. Uh, it was so torn up. I remember when the teacher, my principal at the school, uh, called me into his office and he asked me, uh, what is going on? Why are you wearing like this? I was so fearful to tell what's going on because I knew that uh, I was going to be, to be beat up. So what the teacher did, he went straight to the town quickly with his car and came back with a full uniform. For the first time in my life, I was so happy to be able to, uh, uh, to wear the new uniform, something new. It was going to be the first time of my life. So I was so excited and, and I... I I had the biggest smile in my face, and then he, he said, go and take this uniform uh, to your guardian. I went, being excited. And when I went there, and I presented the, 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 the uniform to, uh, to, to the man and his wife, and then they beat me. Why they beat me? Because they said I talked bad about them to the principal. That's why he was able to buy me uh, a uniform. After that, they, tomorrow they forced me to take the uniform back to the principal without wearing it. I still miss wearing that uniform. I never wore it. That's when the principal decided to say to me, I need you to hide few clothes of your own and bring them into my school, I will hide them. I'm going to help you escape. After 14, after 14 years of being a shepherd, sometimes he would let me sleep in the mountain. Sometimes when I didn't see one of the animals, he would beat me and also he would not allow me to sleep in the house. And I remember slept in the mountain two, two times. And then one time I was wearing my uniform uh, 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 and I didn't have any, any blankets. I slept under the big rocks because that place is surrounded by the, by the mountain. And so it had big rocks. So I remember uh, taking out the, the, the soil under the rock and then uh, shove myself there so that I can get some warmth. And uh, I remember when, uh, when I, was, I used to cook for the dogs and uh, I, that's why, that was my, uh, my duty that uh, every, uh, uh, every time at, uh, at night when before the people eat, uh, while they were cooking for uh, the people, I would cook for the dogs outside making fire. So I remember uh, the, uh, the, the day when they cooked so nice and they had meat and it was so nice. It smelled so nice. And then when I cooked for the dogs, I didn't care. I would throw there like, uh, 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 I would throw there uh, like uh, not uh, clean water and I would throw uh, and I would not wash even the, the pot. But he said to me, after you cooked for the dog, for the dogs, when you're done, I need you to dish yourself there from that food. And then you bring your plate and then I'll give you gravy, not even meat. So they did that and I had no choice. I had to eat because of I was so working hard. I needed to have food. I needed to have uh, a, a kind of uh, sustainability in my body. So I did that. So after 14 years, the teacher came uh, uh, to, 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 to my situation. He said, just take a uh, few clothes of you, uh, of you and then I will help you escape. And then he, he did help me escape. He said, I need you to go and hide somewhere uh, there so that when I go out to school and I, I just pass you so that I don't want to come I don't want you to come to school because the children would know that I went with you so I did that I waited for him he came kept his word and uh, he came and then he took me to his house and I didn't know that he had a wife and five kids and then he took me to a beautiful house in Durban where they had a shower inside all that stuff it was my first uh, time to be able to use a bathroom inside the house. So what he did, 
he adopted me for two years. He, he registered me in a boarding school. He paid a lot of money in a private boarding school where you, 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 you have to, uh, it was a mixed boarding school where you have different race come and, uh, uh, different race come and, and study. And I was there. He was always uh, checking on me every week. He would go there and he would uh, make sure that I, I need anything. And after two years, since he knew that I was looking for my parents and I didn't know which direction I came from because I was so young. And then he said, I want you to help. I want to help you find your parents. And then we drove from his house to Port Elizabeth and it's more than eight hour drive. And we, 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 we were there and then we found my mom. My teacher was so angry at my mom. He didn't want to speak with her and he didn't want to even see her. And uh, she, uh, uh, she, he was so angry because of, uh, he said, how can a parent, a mother, just give you for money? And then he, he left. He gave me all the details so that I can contact him whenever I would need uh, him. So uh, shortly after that, I, I stayed with my mom like a week, and then my aunt came along and uh, took me to stay with her. And then I registered. I went to a high school that is close to uh, our church now. So when I was there, I was so naughty because I was trying to just uh, get my attention by force because I was not given my attention. So I would... Uh, Sorry, I would, uh, in the assembly where they would preach, I would disturb everyone. I would just uh, elbow everyone. I would make everyone to look at me, not, not to focus on, on, on anything. But on this day came a missionary, a man who came from America. And uh, we, we were not used to have white people come to our school because of the, de- of the danger of our, lo- uh, of our location. It was so dangerous yeah, in the sense that uh, even uh, white, South Af- white South African would not go. Then, and, and also, even now, they are still fearing to go. I'm talking about white South African. But here comes this American missionary to my school, and he distributed the Bibles. And after that, he preached in a very simple and and understandable way. He preached about uh, love. He preached about God sending his son as the only son. And uh, by showing him, like John 3.16, in Kosa it says, Kuba wenjenju tiko kulitanda kwa kithabatu te wangamu nyana wake, okupela kwa mzele, ukuze bonga bakolwa yukuye banga chabalani, koko babenobomu obung napagadi. So in English it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So my mind, my heart was just caught up was just caught up on the word love. Because he was talking about something that I was not given before. So it got my attention. I listened. I listened. And I paid so much attention. My friends started to be bothered. They said, why are you so quiet? I was so drawn on his preaching because he was preaching about love. And when when he was done... I went uh, uh, and we were dismissed to go to our classes and then I went a different direction. I went straight to him. I asked him, where did you take what you were talking about? And then he said, from here, brother. From the Bible, brother. Let me show you. And he showed me a few scriptures. Because of our school, I needed to go back to my class. That's when we exchanged the addresses. He promised to come to my aunt's house and then he kept his promise. He came, presented the gospel in a very clear way. I rejected. He came after two days, presented the gospel in a very clear way. I rejected. He came the third time. I rejected. The fourth time, he didn't come. But I was, I had to call him. You know why? I couldn't sleep. Because I was thinking about hell. I was thinking, I was so fearful. I, I didn't even close, I didn't want to even close my eyes because I was so fearing that what if I wake up in this place called hell? 
And then I called him. I said, Pastor, would you come again and uh, tell me what you were telling me all, uh, all the time? And then he said, Brother, you know your location. I can't come this time because it was at night. And then he said, you're going to wake up. I'm going to come tomorrow. Just go to sleep. He kept his promise. He came. When he came, presented the gospel the fourth time, just as if he never met me before. And then he gave me the invitation. I said, I'm ready. Because I got to realize who I was before God. I got to realize the, 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 the person uh, uh, that I was to God. And also, uh, I got to, my, my seeing, all, everything that I have ever done to the Lord, uh, it, it just flashed back and then uh, I, I, I was feeling like it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, God was just visualizing every step uh, of, uh, of uh, every step of my life. And then uh, all the things that I, 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 I ever did what, and, and, and the Bible said it, it was sins. All of those were sins. And also, uh, I had to just come to him and ask for forgiveness. I said, I'm ready to receive the love that you talked about. I'm ready to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Because I got to re- realize, really, who I was. So, at that, on that day, for the first time in my life, I was given an opportunity to kneel down and pray to a real God. Because we were, as we grow up in my country, we would worship ancestors. We would give all the time to ancestors. So for the first time in my life, it was my first time to pray to a real God named Jesus Christ. So on that day, I got to receive Jesus Christ. So after, after some few months, uh, the Lord just opened my eyes and I was able to look around me, to look around my community, to look around my family. And I got to realize that these people, they don't have what I have. These people, they need what I have been given. But the problem is that, remember, I was naughty, I was rude to them. They would not listen. I was always rejected because of how I treated myself. And also because of I didn't I had no respect for everyone, so I was so I was so I was so uh, uh, wanting to tell them, but I had no confidence. I started to pray. I said, Lord, would you bring up a man? Would you send a man who would come to my people and give them what I've been given? And constantly, it was my prayer. As I was going uh, to, uh, to, to the church where Pastor Kevin preaches now, to the church uh, 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 where the missionary would attend. So I was going there, and one night uh, as I was there, and I was the only black man there. And uh, to me, it was, not, it, was, uh, it was not a problem because uh, I was around uh, people who, who showed Christ love. And they didn't pretend me. And they would love me as you guys did show the love. So what, what happened is that when Pastor Kevin came, he came to me. He said, he shook my hand. He said, are you closer? And then I said, yes, I am closer. He said, I'm here to learn your language. And I'm here to preach in your language. And I started to look around and I was like, I didn't believe this. And I said, Lord, did you just answer my prayer? And that's when I helped him to learn the language. And I taught him and I, 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 I helped him with the pronunciation. And as I was doing that, he started a Bible study in his house. He rented a house close to my, uh, to my location. And he would come with his bicycle, not with his car. He had a car, but he would choose to come with his bicycle. And people would tell him, he would, they would warn him, they would say to him, uh, you're going to be, you're gonna be uh, 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 held gunpoint, and that is dangerous, but he didn't care. He came, and then he would come house to house. He would visit people. He would uh, uh, let people know who he was. He was the only white man who would come and spend a lot of time with black people and tell them uh, about Jesus Christ. So as he would come, 
and uh, uh, we started a Bible study and I was so excited and I, I invited my friends at, from school and also I invited uh, everyone that was close to me, that was, was able to hear me. And then we went to his house. And we, we could actually walk to his house and walk back to his house. It was so close. And then his house got bigger in numbers. His house got full. And then he decided, he said, let's go and rent a, 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 community, a community hall. And that's where our first service as a church started. And then after, shortly after that, uh, he would disciple us, he would mentor. More especially, he did a great job in me, in, in discipling me, in, in, in also mentoring me. Because after I got saved, shortly after that, my, my, uh, the missionary that led me to the Lord had to go to, on a fellow. Uh, uh, so uh, I was going to be just left out there and then I was probably going to go back to my ways. But Pastor Kevin came along and uh, he was able to help me grow in Christ. But uh, as we grew and as we continued as a church, the Lord uh, continued to convict my heart. And then every preaching, it would hit home that I need to go back to the man we, uh, that I ran from. So I would ignore it, and for, for, for more than two months, I would not uh, listen to the voice that says, go back and go and tell the man that, who, uh, the man that, uh, that uh, treated you uh, 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 not, uh, not as, hum- as a human being who tortured you, uh, go and tell him who you are now. And I would always uh, ignore that. But one day, I got convicted so much and I went to Pastor Kevin. I said, would you please help me go back to the man who raised me? And then he said, let's go, brother. We took two of our uh, 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 guys from, uh, from, from church and him. We drove more than eight hours from, 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 Port Elizabeth to, from Port Elizabeth to him, to there. When I went there, I saw the man in his garden, and uh, I went to him, I said, we came to visit you. He said, I don't know you. I don't know you. Because in, in that village, uh, I think it was uh, about like the first time, as far as I know, since I grew up there, I never saw a white man went to that village. So he thought that Pastor Kevin was the policeman. So that's why he said, I don't know you. And then when I said to him, this is my pastor. We came to see you. We came uh, uh, to, to talk to you. I came to talk to you, but they, they, they accompanied me. That's when he said, okay, welcome to my house. And then we sat at the table, and then Pastor Kevin was sitting on this side, and the two men were sitting on this side, and I was... Uh, um, I was uh, confronting him. That was the hardest, li- hardest thing to do in my life. But I had to tell him everything that he did to me. So I would say, Pastor Kevin, this man raised me, th- uh, raised me like this and this and this. He did this and this. And he was just listening and looking at me like this. And as I was telling uh, the man that I was going with, uh, what he, all the things that he did, and then after I finished, I said to him, I'm not here to fight you. I'm not here to do a revenge, but I'm here to tell you that I forgive you. I'm here to ask for forgiveness for running away. And I told him why after 14 years I ran away. And also I said, I'm here to tell you more importantly that I'm a new man now. I received Jesus Christ as my savior. And this is my pastor. This man helped me grow and then uh, after I finished, this man was just looking at me and quiet. And after some time, he said, okay, you said this man is a pastor? I said, yes. He said, okay, let's go out and invite people to my house so that he can preach to them. We did that. We invited them. And then Pastor Kevin was able to preach in in, uh, in most, uh, we had more than 20 people there. Uh, in the people that came and uh, he preached to him and his wife and his children. He preached in my language and then I translated everything that he was saying 
in my language, in their language. And after we left there, man, I had so much freedom I have never experienced in my life. And today, I'm a pastor of a church that Pastor Kevin uh, pastored. From 2013, I've been a pastor. So I am a product of missions. And today, I always say, I really thank the churches who were behind the missionaries who went to South Africa. The missionary, specifically for Pastor Kevin, uh, who went... And, uh, and, and, and was not afraid of the crime, was not afraid of uh, all, the, all the things that, were, that would block him. But he went, regardless of his skin color, regardless of my skin color, but he went and gave me the truth. Because he saw a need. He saw that uh, if, uh, if, if no one tells me, I would go to hell. I want to I wanna tell you this, that uh, if... There was no one who came to me. I would be trapped in my, uh, in my ancestral worship. I would be uh, in a danger of waking in, in, in hell. So I just want to say that uh, it's not a waste of money for you to support missions. It's not a waste of time for you to pray for missions. It's not a waste of, uh, it's not a waste of sacrifice for you to just sacrifice your son, your daughter, to, 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 to surrender their lives, to go to a mission uh, field. Right. No matter the country is. No matter the people that they, were, they are going to work with. Remember, I was dying silently without knowing that my destiny was hell. But came a man with the simplest and powerful book called the Bible. Amen. He said to me, Hey, did you know that God loves you? Did you know that he came and gave his life for you? Did you know you are the reason that he went to the cross? And I was like, what? I really need to know that man who gave it all. And uh, for me to, because I was never given love. Please, let's go and, and turn there. Uh, 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 like, uh, before, before we turn to the Bible, so basically that, was my, that is my uh, uh, testimony. It's kind of long, but uh, <laughs> that's what the Lord did to me. So before I preach, I would like, please continue to, to turn in John, 4, chapter, John chapter 4, please. So I'm going to just sing this song after that we're going to go straight to, uh, to the Bible. I don't want to keep you long here. And what time do you guys uh, finish? Okay, I don't want to keep you long. I've, I've got only a few points that I want to encourage the church, encourage uh, uh, my fellow believers, uh, encourage my brothers and sisters. You guys are so beautiful. And uh, in our church, we don't have young people as I see young people here. I see more young people than we have there. And the life expectancy in my country is 45. So if you reach 45, you are so blessed enough. Because there are a lot of things that eat up the lives of the people there. So I'm so glad and excited uh, to, uh, to, to, to be able to stand uh, in this godly crowd. And thank you for making it possible through your prayers for me to come. Thank you. So I just want to sing this song after that we're going to uh, jump straight to the Bible. And the song says, Wonderful, Merciful Savior. And I can't forget this song because my Lord was so merciful and was so wonderful to me when people rejected me. Wonderful, merciful Savior. Precious Redeemer and friend Who would have thought that a lamb could Rescue the souls of men Oh, you rescue the souls of men 
Spirit will long to embrace You offer hope when our hearts have Hopelessly lost their way Oh, we've hopelessly lost the way You are the one that we praise You are the one we adore You give the healing and grace Our hearts always hunger for Oh, our hearts always hunger for Almighty, infinite Father, faithfully loving your own. Here in our weakness you find us falling before your throne. Oh, we're falling before your throne. You are the one that we praise. You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace. Our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for. Amen. Let's <laughs> thank you. Let's go and turn uh, to John chapter four uh, quickly. I'm just gonna quickly give you a few points. Uh, this is the challenge for us as Christians. This is the challenge for us as the followers of Jesus Christ. This is the challenge for us to learn uh, what Jesus Christ did. I once said to a man that Christianity is not. Uh, 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 some kind of uh, uh, carrying and carrying lots of rules, but it is a life. It is a lifestyle that is taken from the life of Jesus Christ. So that's why you say Christianity, because it's attached in, in, in Jesus Christ's name. So it's attached in his character, in his uh, uh, footsteps. So whenever you say, I'm a Christian, it means you are, uh, you, you, you are looked at as someone who's going to try to step where Jesus Christ stepped. Uh, uh, so uh, Christianity is not just a... Uh, 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 held, uh, holding on on the religion because uh, Christianity is not uh, 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 anything but it's a life that is attached in, in, in Jesus Christ. Lord, so let's, uh, let's quickly go to uh, uh, verse 1. The Bible says, Wherefore the, the, the Lord knew how the Pharisees and heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Verse 2. Though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. Verse 4. That's where my points are going to uh, uh, be uh, focusing. And verse 4 says, And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh, a wo- cometh uh, he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, Jesus, therefore, being wearied, meaning he was tired, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the, on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Verse 7. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water, Jesus saith unto her, Give me water to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city, unto the city to buy meat. Verse 9. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou, how is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh, uh, asketh drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaria. Let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. And Lord, I personally thank you for the opportunities, uh, opportunities, Lord, that you have given me. And Lord, I thank you so much for, uh, for, for meeting people, Lord, that you have, uh, uh, that you have uh, redeemed, Lord. And thank you so much to be in this country. Lord, Father, may you use your word. Father, may you hide me uh, uh, behind your cross, Lord, and so that your word can speak for itself, oh, Father. Heavenly Father, I, I'm known and I'm a human being, Lord. The only thing that I, uh, I'm able to do is to hurt people by my words. But I know that your words, Heavenly Father, give life to our bones. Father, may you give life, may you give new direction through your word this morning. Father, I pray for anyone who is not, uh, uh, who has no relationship with you. Father, may you, Holy Spirit, Father, may you convict, convince his heart or her heart, Lord, to come uh, to you. Because we, uh, you have everything that we need. And Lord, thank you so much. Father, may you uh, speak through your word, Lord. Father, I want to be used as a servant. Also, I want to be used all, only as a tool just to, uh, to, to, to project and to, uh, to, uh, uh, to, to let your people and my heart to hear your word, Father. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, as we see that here, Jesus Christ, uh, he came from uh, Judea and he was going to go to Galilee but as he met a lot of people and he did a lot of things and also he was challenged and not uh, and, and, and I, I remember the, 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 the guys who were challenging him and not believing in him that uh, he is the Messiah but uh, in this book uh, John just uh, wrote and here it shows why Jesus Christ uh, came here but uh, I, I just want you to focus on only uh, on the points that I'm going to make and also uh, they, they, they work hand in hand also the, the Bible speaks better than my points here. So don't rely too much on my points if they don't have references of God's word. So uh, f- the first thing that I see here uh, on, on, on our verse, verse, uh, verse 4, he says, uh, the Bible says there, and he must needs go to Samaria. If you look at the Bible and look at the history, you would see that there, there were a strict Jews that uh, regarded uh, 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 Samaria as an unclean town. So, from 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 Judea to Samaria, or from uh, yes, from Judea to uh, to Galilee, uh, Samaria was a direct route to go, and they would bypass Samaria. And they would make this route so long. Why? Because they did not want to be defiled with an uncleanness of the, uh, of the people that were living in there. So here, we see Jesus Christ sees a need to go through Samaria, not to bypass it. And then he says, uh, the Bible says, he must needs go through Samaria. Do you know what, what was the reason? that Jesus Christ takes the direct route is because, number one, because he, he, he needed to go, he saw a need to go uh, through Samaria. Why? Because he had an interest in the individual. He knew that he was going to meet this individual woman and he knew that this individual woman uh, had needed him. And then also, as, as, as I'm telling you, if you can see there in verse 7, the Bible says there, there came a woman of Samaria to draw water, and Jesus uh, saith unto her, give me to drink. You see, uh, Jesus Christ, not only he saw, uh, he, he, he was, uh, he, uh, not only he had an interest only on this woman, but when you look back to scripture, uh, he, uh, in the, where, where, where the scripture t- talks about the, the short man, the man who, who was not, uh, who was not tall, and he needed, he was, he was, he was wanting to see Jesus Christ, and then he climbed on the tree, on the tree, and his name was Zacchaeus. But Jesus Christ, and he said, uh, in, in, uh, he, he, 
in all of his uh, business, in all of the, the crowd that was following him, he said, let's go to him. Because why? He had an interest on the individual. And also, if you remember, Nicodemus came to him wanting to know more about uh, how, if a man uh, is, uh, is born again, how is it, that, uh, how is it possible for a, a man, an old uh, a, a person, to be born again? So Jesus Christ uh, had an interest also uh, to uh, Nicodemus. And, and then as you can see that uh, Jesus Christ had an interest to me. I was an individual. I was rejected all the time. No one was treating me as, uh, as somebody. I was nobody. But Jesus Christ, uh, he was able to minister to someone who would go to a place uh, and give me the, the gospel. Right. I was nobody. And this woman was nobody. And as you can see, as you can read here, uh, she had a lot of sins and she was looked at as the most sinful person in the village. But hey, Jesus Christ, what did, what did he do? He, he had an interest on her. Why? Number two, the Bible says he must needs go. Why? Because some... Here's the second point. Because Sam needed, uh, he, because he needed to show Sam that his grace extends even to them. Amen? Uh, I don't know how you explain grace here. It, uh, it might be close to uh, the meaning of my name, the undeserved favor. But I like to acronize. You see, grace, the letter G, it means, to me, I, I just, I made that up. I, it's just, uh, I just, uh, when I, as, as long as, uh, like, the more I read the book, I understand that God's riches at Christ's expense. So grace means God had to reach me at Christ's expense. So that is grace on its own. You see? So uh, 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 on my own, uh, I was unreachable. But God sent his son so that he can reach me and then so that he can die and rose again and suffer all, but only with a purpose to get me. So Jesus Christ went there because he wanted to extend his grace even to those who didn't know about his grace. And then as you know, the Bible, uh, Luke chapter 19, verse 10, the Bible says, The Son of Man came to seek and to uh, save those that were lost. So he was doing what he came for. He was doing uh, according to the plan of God. Because the, the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Lord was sent to, 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 to save and to seek those who were lost. And then if you look at also, uh, I said in my notes here that Jesus Christ went to find this woman because she was lost. She was really lost. I don't know about uh, you today, but uh, I have an experience of being lost. I know what it means to be lost. I know what it means to be spiritually blind. I know what it means to be separated between me and God. There is no joy there. There is no life there. I felt like I was dead. But... The Lord came and I was able to hear the good news. The bad news was that I was a sinner. The bad news was, uh, was that my destiny was hell. The bad news was that I, I couldn't save myself with my works, with my everything good that I, I had to do. But the good news was that Jesus Christ did it all. The good news was that if I trust in him, him alone, and accept him as my personal savior, he will give me uh, everything I need. Brothers and sisters, I didn't need money. I didn't need, if, if, Jesus Christ, if God saw that the people uh, on earth need money, he would have sent a minister of finance and he would just produce money. 
And if, if, if God saw that uh, only that we need, we need only to sustain our body, he would have sent someone and he would have built, uh, uh, created everything and he did. On the trees we can, we can feed from the, from the trees. But that is not what we need. We needed a savior who would come and rescue and redeem us and buy back from and buy us back from, uh, the, from, from the factory of sin. So here we see God's love being extended, God's uh, grace being extended even to those who don't deserve it. This woman didn't deserve uh, to be given salvation. And number three, In this verse, it says, the Bible says, he must needs go because there were many who did not know him. Look at verse 9. There were many who did not know him. Even today, there are many who don't know him. Look at verse 9. And the Bible says there, then, uh, then saith the woman of uh, Samaria, how is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh of me which am a woman of, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaria. He didn't know. Uh, she didn't know what, who he was talking about. Look at what Jesus Christ uh, is saying in verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest, if thou knowest the gift of God, and who is it, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink. So it's so clear that this woman uh, did not know Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ had to go through Samaria, not bypass it, because there were those who who did not know him. Oh, brothers and sisters, let let us not bypass. uh, Let us not not, uh, uh, bypass communities that we see that they need the Lord. Just because of you have people that you hate there, and uh, just because you have people that you know that they are so stubborn, it doesn't mean that we need to buy. We have what they don't have. And also, uh, it is the will of God that they may, they, they may be saved too. Brothers and sisters, uh, the Lord, Jesus Christ, saw a need to go. Saw a need not to buy. Saw a need to go. Can we see a need to go and tell? You might not go to a country, but your family might be a Samaria. You might not go to uh, 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 so far away, but your brother, your sister, your friend needs to know about Jesus Christ. So we see here that Jesus had everything that this woman had. Okay. Why am I saying Jesus had everything that this woman had? Because in the name Jesus Christ alone, that's where we find everything that we needed. How? The letter J, I like to, uh, 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 to make acronyms. They help me. The letter J means he justifies. This, this woman wanted to be justified. The letter E He gives everlasting life. This woman and you, some of you have been given everlasting life. Some of you uh, have been justified. Uh, I I, I remember when, uh, after I got saved, I felt like, wow, I I, I don't feel guilty as I was uh, uh, before I uh, accept Christ uh, 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 as my Savior. Because uh, the, the Word of God just promised me that uh, and also showed me that when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, as many as received Him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. So uh, the Bible told me that uh, He justified me. He made me as if I've never seen before. So, uh, in the name Jesus Christ alone, you have all that you need. He justifies, he gives everlasting life. The letter S, he saves. Amen. The letter S also, only in that letter, he sacrificed his life to get you. Why are you running away with your life, running away from him? He has what you need. The letter U, he unified us with God. And the letter S again, he sanctified us. 
meaning he, he, he set us apart by his power for his purpose. Today, if you are saved, you are no longer living for you. You've been sanctified. You've been taken by God's uh, 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 power through Christ to live uh, according to God's will. And the letter C for Christ, he cared for me. He cares for you. That's why he came. He cares for you even though there are many things that make your heart so hard. But hey, remember, he loves you. And also, the letter C, for Christ, he cares. And the letter H, he heals. I remember he healed me after I got saved. I was diagnosed with a, a spinal meningitis. And I couldn't move my, my joints. All of my joints just locked. And then I was hospitalized for six months. Pastor Kevin was there to witness my preacher, my, 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 uh, uh, the pastor who led me to the, cro- to, to the Lord, he was there with his wife every day, almost every day. I, uh, I slept in the hospital for six, six months. I couldn't move. My joint was just like that. You know, you know what, uh, why was Jesus allowing that sickness to me? He was trying to show me since I came from other religion. He was trying to show me who's powerful. Now I, I got to realize that uh, I, I, I trusted uh, really a real God who has power, who, who, who intervenes. So the letter H for Christ, he heals also. He is holy. Let us live a holy life. Why? Because he is holy. And also we can live a holy life because all the holiness that we need is through him. We can look at his footstep. And and also the letter I. Remember, we are looking at the name Christ. The letter C means he cares. The letter H, uh, he heals. The letter R, he redeems. I remember he redeemed me from the company of sin. I was so full of sin. I was uh, really, and uh, he. Rede- I remember. I was told that he died, and I also I believe that, and I also I, I can't forget that he died. He suffered all. He was he was beaten. He was stabbed on the side, and he, he was called names, but he didn't do nothing. It was all because of my sins, and he redeemed me. He bought me back. He redeemed me, and then the letter I, he intervened. I remember he intervened. I, I can look at that. I can tell you now, now that I'm saved, I didn't know what was going on when I was, I was abused, when I was treated unfairly, when I was, uh, when, when this man, tra- and, and, and uh, when I was traded to this man, when I was, I was, a, I was, a, I was a, what you call, I was a slave. Because I was really a slave. I remember he intervened. He kept me. This man would have killed me. Because I remember he beat me with a, uh, with a, uh, with a big rod. With a, uh, and also that rod had a, a head. And then he beat me. If you can see here. He beat me and then I was lying there. And I was trying to. Uh, uh, it's like I was lying there. He stood just right beside me. Until I woke up. I was bleeding. I was all blood. And then he stood there. He didn't pour any water. I was unconscious. So when the Lord gave me life to be conscious again, he beat me. And I woke up and ran. And then I, was, I, I would bump, I would bump ev- everywhere because I was still unconscious. He intervened. Not only intervened, but he intercesses on my behalf. I want to tell you that you are missing a lot from Christ. You are missing a lot from this Savior. He is a loving Savior. And he is a gracious Savior. And he came to look for you. He came to give his life so that he can get you. In the, uh, 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 the, letter, the letter I, he intervenes. The letter uh, S, uh, I would say, uh, the letter S would say uh, he, he saves. And then the letter T, this is my favorite letter. The letter T, 
he transformed me. I am not a man that I used to be then. He transformed me and he keeps on teaches me. You are missing a lot from Christ. You are missing a lot from Christ. So this woman needed uh, all of this. And lastly, brothers and sisters, I need to let you know that knowing God is the most meaning, meaningful pursuit in life. Knowing God is more than having a, religi a religious experience with him or saying that uh, you, some, you, you, you feel him. To know him is to enter into a relationship with him so that he is the dominant influencer of your, uh, of your thoughts and action. And if you look at uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, the Bible says when Jesus came into the uh, course uh, of Caesarea Philip, uh, he asked his disciple, Whom do men say that I am? So, as we see that uh, many they did, not know, did not know him, but uh, also uh, I need you to know that uh, you can know Jesus Christ. You can have a relationship uh, with him. He can forgive you and he can justify and give you everlasting life and save you and unifies you with God. And he wants, he wants to sanctify you. He wants to put you away from the pains of uh, this world, from the confusion of this world. He wants to take you set apart for God. And you, what you do, you just keep on running away with your heart. Your heart needs the Lord. One day, you see, our lives has an expiry date. This is just a container. I was just sharing it with the, with the man here. This is just a, a container. This is just an overall to, to just you wear it and for, for working for the Lord. One day, is the, the, the expiry date is going to come. And then when you die, you would not wake up in a place where there is God if you did not want God while you were still alive. Yeah. That's why Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ had to come. Because he saw the danger. And he saw that the, the, human, the humans cannot save themselves, cannot do anything to, 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 to make God to forgive them. It had to be Jesus Christ. Why? Because he had no sins. And brothers and sisters, I just want to share this last, uh, this last uh, point. If you look at uh, verse 13, verse 13, the Bible says in, in chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible says there, And Jesus said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. And verse 14 says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him well of water springing up into everlasting life. So Jesus Christ had to go to Samaria. Why? Because he could give what this woman needed. This woman would just uh, take her jar and go there every day, every day, every day. Isn't that us? We just pursue life every day and we, 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 are, not, we are not satisfied because uh, we don't get what we need. We always get what we want. But hey, you need, uh, you need to pursue uh, 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 and to get what you need. We are so blinded by the things that we want, but God has provided everything that we need. It is only us who close that door. That's why he says, hey, I am knocking on the door of your heart. Whoever who, who decides to open, I will come in and sup with him. Don't waste time. You know, uh, don't waste, if you don't know what you need, come, come to the pastor, come to the, uh, uh, to the people that uh, would tell you really what you need. Because what you need is Jesus Christ. Because uh, if, uh, if only Jesus Christ uh, is what we need, it means uh, Jesus Christ, uh, the Bible says, he is the way and the life and the truth. And we cannot uh, live the life without a sustainer. You see, uh, you, have, uh, uh, you have tasty water here. 
You have water that is so tasting good. But not only you have water on the taps, but that, the, the, what, what you have water in the taps, it's being drawn from the source. And the source of water is the dam. And Brother Lance got to uh, give me an opportunity to go and see the dam. And you have electricity here. And when I, was gr- when I grew up from Transkai, we had no electricity. But you don't just uh, have electricity without the source of electricity. Right. Remember, what is your life without the source? I, tell my, uh, I always tell my, uh, my church that, uh, you see, you are the resource of my life. You are not the source of my life. The source of my life is God. Amen? How are you living without the source? How are you living without a true and a solid foundation whose name is Jesus Christ? How are you living uh, without the Savior? And as I close now, the verse that I love that always pushes me to go and tell, it is the verse that is found in in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 where the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's where Pastor Kevin came to the poor. He didn't care. He didn't mind about my my status. But he came to give the truth. He didn't... my My poor situation didn't stop him. And also my, my, my skin color and also my, the danger uh, that he was told about in my community didn't stop him because he knew that there is only one solution to change that. So this verse says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me uh, uh, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives. I was captives. I was captive. Really, I was captive, not by this man, but I was truly captive by my sins. So that's why Jesus Christ came. And then the Bible says here, and recover of the sight to the blind. I was really blind, brothers and sisters. And today, if you are blind, you don't know Jesus Christ, and you don't seem to care about him, I just want to share you. I just want to encourage you to just come to him because he has what you need. And the Bible uh, also he says uh, to set liberty uh, at them that are bruised. Maybe today you are bruised and you are so beautiful on the outside, but on the inside you are bruised, and no one can intervene in your situation. Maybe you are, try, you are trying to share this situation uh, of yours that is not seen uh, outside, but people just end up, just laugh at you, just talk about you. I just want to encourage you that there is someone who will never laugh at you. And that someone is Jesus Christ. There is someone who opened his arms and said, Come ye all. Who are heavy? Uh, who are, I, I don't know it in, in, in English, but in Kosa it says, "Come uh, ye all, uh, in, uh, 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 you 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 are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." He wants to give you rest. That's why he had to pass through Samaria because he knew there is somebody who needs to be given rest and salvation and grace. And justification. Today, you heard the word of God. Today, God is trying to give you an opportunity to respond to his word. Not to someone like me who preached the the Bible, but may you hearken, may you listen to the purpose and the word of God. As brothers and sisters, we will be, you will be a focus in, as, uh, in your church. It's the, month of mis- uh, it's the month of missionaries. Oh, may we go. May we not refuse to go. 
Because today I'm, I'm a product of missions. People who didn't, who didn't, who didn't say, uh, I'd rather be comfortable in, uh, in, in America and I'd rather be, uh, you see, uh, be close to my family, all that stuff. And that is all good. But what about the people who are dying and never heard the gospel? That's why Jesus Christ saw a need to go. Because of some did not know him. Some did not even know about his grace. That, that, that grace can extend in, even to them. Some did not know that he saves. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. I pray, Lord, that you please use your word. And thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord. And may you bless this church, the beauty that I see uh, to your people, O oh Father. O oh Father, may you bless them. And Lord, may you help them to be faithful, to be more faithful, and also to, uh, to hearken and uh, obey your word, Lord. And thank you so much for people like your church, the people like this, Lord, who showed love and care and all the characteristics that can be easily found in your life. Thank you so much, Lord. Father, may you use your word. May you convince Holy Spirit our hearts so that we can repent, so that we can, if, uh, if there's someone here who did not know him, Father, may, you, may it be the day of salvation to her or him. Father, I pray in Jesus' name.